As we listen at first to the gospel this evening, it may seem at first like it's a long list of do's and don'ts. And unless you have the mindset maybe of a lawyer, you may not do well with hearing a lot of laws. And it could be a turnoff. And I read for you the shorter version of the gospel. But to begin with, I think it helps to place all of these commands in what I would call the larger context. We are listening to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, which is the very beginning of the Gospel of St. Matthew. And the Beatitudes, which begin the Sermon on the Mount, call for a profound inner change to anyone who wants to follow Jesus. So allow yourself, as you listen to Jesus' Sermon, not to be a lawyer as you listen to the gospel, but allow yourself to be a, what I would say, a Middle Easterner. Because all of those people were who were listening to him, they were Middle Eastern people, Arabic. And you are not going with, and you are going with Jesus as he is speaking. You're going with him out of the city. You're going with him out of Capernaum, where he dwelled, up into the hills, away from all of the hustle and bustle, somewhat like John the Baptist, who called the people out into the desert, who led them, too, down a new path of repentance. Because, you see, time and place is always everything in the Scriptures, and it's important to pay attention to these details, if you're going to get the message. Jesus is not talking to his friends, so to speak, around a campfire. This is being given up on a hillside, outside the confines of the town. This is where revolutionaries would have gathered to plot their plans to overthrow the Romans who were a constant menace to the Jewish people. There were all these movements in Jesus' time to overthrow the Romans. And so when the people saw Jesus going with his disciples up to a mountain to give a speech, people thought they were going to hear a revolutionary speech. If you think I'm off base here, look elsewhere in the Gospels. When the disciples themselves think that they're going to have some high place in Jesus' kingdom, once the Romans are overthrown and they're going to have some high place with Jesus in this kingdom. And the mothers, the mother of of some of Jesus' disciples, thought this same thing about, about their sons with Jesus, that they too would have a high place as well. They misunderstood Jesus all the time, that he was the Messiah was going to overthrow the Romans. Well, Jesus does give a revolution speech, but it's not the kind of revolution that people expected. We hear in the gospel tonight, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish, but to fulfill Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter, not the smallest 
part of a letter will pass away until all these things take place. Now, when Jesus' hearers hear him start speaking about the law, when they start hearing the law, the first thing that they hearken back to is the book of Deuteronomy because that's where all the Old Testament laws and regulations um, sat. And in our first reading tonight, it comes from the book of Sirach, that reading actually comes from the book of Deuteronomy. As we heard, before man are life and death, good and evil. Whatever he chooses shall be given to him. And this verse is referring to the very end of the book of Exodus, the Exodus story where the people are about to enter the promised land and leave their long journey of slavery and they're wandering in the desert and they're standing on the, so to speak, on the brink of this new life. And they can go either way. They can go backward or they can go forward. And they're going to choose life or they're going to choose death. And as they're going forward, the laws, the law of God is being spoken to them. Are you going to follow the law in the Lord and have life? Or are you going to reject the law of God and have death? or be cursed. Which way are you going to go with your life? That's what the book of Sirach is talking about tonight. Now when Jesus starts speaking about the law, this would have been sticking in their minds as they hear him speak about the law. And they had lots of laws that they had to pay attention to. In fact, there was over 600 laws And then there was even more than that because the Pharisees had piled more laws on top of all that. So the law for the people in their time had become truly something that was oppressive in their lives, burdensome, almost impossible to live by and to carry. And what's the first thing that Jesus says? He says, I'm not going to get rid of all of that and free you to do whatever you want. Jesus actually ups the ante. Um, he He says, you shall not kill. Whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But what I say is whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So he's not taking away the law, but he's upping. He's upping the ante. What he's doing is he's refocusing people not on the law that was written down on stone tablets, Because these aren't things that are written down. What he's doing is preparing them for something new and greater, something that's really written 
on their hearts. And this is what really he's preparing us for as well. This is called spiritual maturity. Um, Jesus is saying to us, you're more than people that has to just follow stuff that's written down on a piece of paper. And we can get caught up in that very easily. You know, what's written down? What do I have to do? What do I have to do? In the old days, we had all these things were written down on a piece of paper. But you're more than that. You're more than the people who just has to stay in line. You are a people. Jesus is speaking to the people who he's speaking to. He's speaking to us as well. That God wants to transform our hearts all the time. And that's what he is saying when he is up there on the mountain. He wants to make us a new creation. He wants to say, as he said, as Ezekiel said, to take our hearts of stone and give us hearts of flesh. So when Jesus went up that mountain that day, he did give a revolutionary speech. And it is today. Not to over, it is to overthrow our enemies. But the enemy was not the Romans or some civil government, like everyone thought. But the enemy is always something in here, which is in our hearts. The temptation to sin, the hardness of our hearts. And Jesus always wants to break that down and get rid of that. Jesus is saying to each of us that we're called always to something greater. We are called to be something more than we ever dreamt that we ever could be. And he's going to give us all the grace to achieve this. If we stay with him, if we follow him, he will change our hearts and change our lives. That's what we're getting ready for in Lent in just a little more than a week. As Paul says, I has not seen ear has not heard what God has ready for those who love him.